The Dancepreneuring Studio, Session 16, A Simple Formula for Success. Five, six, seven, eight. everyone, and welcome to the Dancepreneuring Studio. I am Annette Bone, and this is the place where dance inspires life and business. We will be bringing you some of the best and creative minds who are connected to the art of dance, and they will be sharing their stories, ideas, strategies, and tactics to move your life and business forward. Thank you so much for joining me. Hey, this is Donna Aragante, the Essence Muse and host of Brand Essence TV. And you're listening to another session of the Dancepreneuring Studio with my friend, Annette Bone. It's profitable to be skillful and wise. Welcome to this week's Step to Success. A step to your success is anything that moves your life and business forward. Whether it's an app, a book, or an idea, you can apply something today that will help you succeed. You've heard the saying that a picture is worth a thousand words, and I would also propose to you that a picture with text can be worth that much more. Today's step to success has to do with pictures and what pictures communicate with a tool called Fonto, P-H-O-N-T-O, and you can find a link in the show notes at AnnetteBone.com forward slash 016. And Fonto is a free tool that you can use in conjunction with Instagram. Fonto comes with a bunch of fonts and capabilities and offers more than most paid apps that are available. And if you understand marketing these days, text on pictures get more interaction than just text or images alone. So this tool will definitely help your marketing efforts when you are posting images. And now, Life and Business Connect with the Dancer's Dialect. The Dancer's Dialect is the dancer's language. I'm going to share dance terminology across different genres so you can see the correlations in your life and in your business. The word for today in the Dancer's Dialect is locking. Locking is a style of funk dance that was developed in the 60s and 70s, and it is also associated with hip hop. If you look at some current examples like Janet Jackson has locking choreography in her videos, as well as Usher, and also one of my favorite dance crews, female dance crews called the Beat Freaks, they use locking in a lot of their choreography. And This style is based on the concept of locking movements, which means basically that you're freezing from a fast movement and then locking in a certain position. You hold that position for a little while and then you continue in the same speed as before. It's fast. It's intricate. It is a little bit more relaxed in the hips and legs, but the movements are usually large, exaggerated. It's very entertaining to watch. To me, it 
evokes a lot of happiness and fun and entertainment and it makes you want to dance. It's one of those styles that makes you want to get up and dance. And if you also watch some old shows like Soul Train or even American Bandstand, they had a lot of locking dancers on there and they're also called they're also referred to as lockers. So I've linked a video in the show notes at AnnetteBone.com forward slash zero one six where our guest in our feature presentation today, Donna Aragante, who is very well accomplished in the locking style of dance is going to give you a visual of what locking is and I think you'll really enjoy it. Locking is a very entertainment focused, performance focused style of dance and there is a lot of interaction within the dancers together but also with the audience and when I think about these elements of locking it makes me think about how can these elements be applied to life and business. Well first of all you can lock into the type of avatar or client profile that you want and then develop your marketing and your solutions around that avatar that you've locked into. I also think of marketing in terms of how can you make it more entertaining and how can you make it more involved with your audience just as a locker does with his or her audience, whether that's through social media or something else that you do in your business. So just as the style of locking and dance is focused on delivering value by entertainment and interaction with the audience, your business needs to lock into delivering value as well. Now that you're warmed up, get ready to go full out with our feature presentation. If you've tuned in to previous sessions of the Dancepreneuring Studio, you'll remember that I've mentioned that I feel so grateful that I've been able to meet and form relationships with some amazing dancers and choreographers. And I'm so thankful for the guests that have been so generous in sharing their stories and their expertise on the podcast. And I love it when I meet someone, whether they're a dancer or an entrepreneur or both, whatever, that we have an instant rapport and an instant connection. And I definitely felt that way when I was introduced to my next guest on this session, Donna Aragante, who is also known as the Essence Muse. And she's amazing. She is uh, very successful at what she does. She does online branding and strategy and helping you connect with your ideal clients. Donna also is the host of Brand Essence TV, and you must check out these videos. You will love them. A great mix of entertainment and education. She used to be a senior art director for Avatar Labs, Inc., and she led designing and strategizing online campaigns for some brands such as Sony Studios, Disney, Warner Brothers, Lionsgate, Fox, Mattel, and so much more. And she had a great job. She was very successful at that, but she wanted more, which is why she became an entrepreneur. And in the dance world, she was very accomplished in locking and she traveled all over the nation teaching, choreographing, competing. I think you're going to really get a lot out of her interview. And she gives a simple success formula that you can implement right away to see success in your life and in your business. I hope you enjoy our conversation. When I look at your website, 
I feel that you come from a place of love and service. And even the dance styles that you were involved in with locking and whacking, those are happy styles to me, as opposed to something like crump or even some styles of hip hop where it's really hard and aggressive. And even your name, when you were dancing, you called yourself Sunny D-Lock. And to me, that evokes happiness as well. Were you always raised to be this way? Were you always a positive person? Is this something that you learned? What would you like to say about that? Well, I like to think of that. I'm a generally positive person. I definitely love, you know, evoking happiness in everything I do, you know, whether I'm dancing or creating art or even, you know, when I'm like just reading a book. <laughs> and I think that growing up, that's always been something that was natural to me. Um, I come from a very expressive family and, you know, we, we actually crack a lot of jokes. And so no matter how hard things get, we always just laugh at each other. So I think that's something that I, I learned from my upbringing. And when it, it comes to, you know, my dance, I actually was very attracted to locking in particular because of that, of that, you know, putting yourself in that state of just like, oh, like just joy, you know, and to, to give a little bit of a backstory about locking and where it came from, you know, it, it originated in the late 60s and went throughout the 70s. And at that time, you know, funk and disco music was, of course, very popular. If you remember watching the Soul Train episodes and just seeing how everyone expressed themselves through, you know, the music, it was very like, it was like an outburst of energy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it was something that people just wanted to express at that time because of what was going on in society. And so that's something I really resonate with, resonated with, and that's why I was so intrigued by the dance, just because you're able to tap into the part of you that needs to express. And I guess you can say that's something that I carry with me, and in fact, that is like my message and my purpose on this planet is to help people find their self-expression, to fully live in their self-expression. And that, and I want to be an example of that and a vessel for people to see, hey, you know, if she's being herself and she doesn't care and she's just like, <laughs> she's just like being, you know, being authentic and being happy in the moment, not just like authentic in a way that if I'm mad, I'll express myself, but like to, you know, that we have a conscious choice to choose happiness and joy and to spread that. So, um, and that's why I'm so passionate about expressing my joy through dance or through, you know, anything that I do creatively. Would you say that dance has helped you with your entrepreneurial journey as well? Oh my goodness. I think without dance, I wouldn't be an entrepreneur. Definitely. And, you know, growing up and just, I just remember wanting to dance so bad, you know, like I grew up watching like Michael Jackson's videos and Madonna and Janet Jackson and Paula Abdul and just to see the kind of freedom you know going back to the freedom and freedom to self-express I was so longing for that and it's no mistake that I became you know a designer too and now I'm a you know brand strategist and a web designer and I help you know translate people's essence on their digital platforms um, because I'm so passionate about self-expression and so I feel like that's a congruency that is happening between what I experienced and all the lessons I learned through dance and how I've translated that now onto my entrepreneurship journey. And it's just so congruent to me. I look back and I see all the threads of like moments of, you know, me just having all these epiphanies 
and just seeing how every single challenge that I've had has led me to this point of now being an entrepreneur and wanting to spread my message about self-expression because that's what really what branding is is showing your best self to the world you're showing up as you know not just a, a person of service but you are really showing your true colors your best self so that you can help people the best you can and I mean there's there's I can I can go into so many like aspects of dance and entrepreneurship but I could um, say to sum it up is that the whole freedom to self-express has been I feel like my passion on this planet to, to spread that message and to be you know the advocate for that that's awesome and I you know speaking about being congruent and being authentic and we talked a little bit about this before but I love that you stress how important it is to have joy when you're working with clients and you want to have clients that you resonate with and that you can help the most. And so like for me, I felt very defined and very trapped um, just even really up till recently about what kind of clients I should work with and, you know, how I fit in and everything like that. What would you say about um, finding your ideal clients? Is there a process that you go through? Um, what would you recommend about that? I'd like to think that the only process that I have is that I have to feel really uh, passionate and inspired about the project and the person. And that's not very easy for me to do because I genuinely just like love everybody. <laughs> um, and it's hard to turn people away because I want to be super helpful. And, I, you know, you probably re resonate with that too because we want to be of service to others. But, um, uh, I learned to be more selective and it's because I realize how much weight their message, I mean, how much weight I carry when I hold their message. Like it's not just a transactional relationship to me, to me it's and, and not a personal too. It's, it's not that I get like super deeply personal. It's still business, but, um, when I just want to wait, I just want to wake up in the morning feeling excited about that project and also knowing that I'm helping them carry their message out into the world and introduce, you know, their services and their, and their mission and their vision out into the world. And so I just want to feel like whatever I'm contributing as, you know, with my branding strategy and web design services is also a contribution to that cause. So, I'd like to see my contributions as an extension of theirs. And it's been kind of crazy um, for me to manifest like these amazing clients. And the thing is, it starts with one person. You know, my first soulmate client, her name is Dina Musica. And um, she was like everything I ever wanted in a client. She had a big vision. She wants to, you know, spread po positivity and, um, and just, mindfulness through business and to really heal and change the world through business and she understands something that i felt so true in my heart is that when we have a business and we have an online platform that we have a privilege and a responsibility to to share our voices and to me that is a very huge responsibility that's why i take my job very seriously you know when it comes to like building online platforms so i think if I can give a, you know, a little bit of a criteria of what I look for in clients. 
it would be number one, they would have to have a huge vision and it's not just product or profit driven. I mean, that, that comes with it, but, um, but the bigger mission is to create positive change in the world. That would probably be the only one. <laughs> but maybe the other one also is that, um, I have to feel like I also learn from them. Like, I think I've built a relationship with every single one of my clients where they have become my mentors in the turn. So we, it's definitely a win-win for the both of us. So like I, you know, I help them, but they also help me grow as a person and as a leader. And all these people have just done such, such extraordinary work out in the world. And it inspires me to, to think, what else can I do? And that's, that's exactly how I feel every day. And I'm so, so blessed to be surrounded with people who think that way and also like they just do it they they think walk and talk you know the way they express themselves and they express their vision and mission out into the world and I want to be like that <laughs> I love that because it's like you said it's not just transactional it's transformational it's yes. inspirational it, it elevates you to another level and that's it just i it's so fulfilling just even for me to hear you talk about this stuff. Everything is so involved and so, for lack of a better word, beautiful because there's so many aspects of it that you're learning and you're growing. And I think that's the way business should be. Yeah. May I, may I add another? Um, of course. To this? Yes. I think a lot of people are afraid to go out there and go for what they want. And sometimes people, you know, you don't really know what you want, but I think, um, it's if definitely for me, it's scary because these people are successful. They're, you know, like, you know, some of them are way older than me. And I feel like, oh, they're out of my league. It's kind of like dating. <laughs> <laughs> and then you always think to yourself, what can I offer? Am I worth it? Or like, am I smart enough? Am I skilled enough? Am I talented enough to help this person? And I definitely went through all of those insecurities. Uh, but like, again, like it took one person to make me believe that I can help, I can help you and I will. So I'm, you know, I just want to say like, if you're afraid to go for your soulmate client, like don't, I mean, you can help them as much as whoever the, the higher end person can help them. Like you can help them just as much, if not more, because you're so much more passionate and so much more driven. I recently got to watch some of your YouTube videos on your channel. Yeah! <laughs> I love them. Oh my goodness, they're fantastic. Um, one specific episode on brand envy-itis. Oh my goodness. One of the tips that you gave was about writing what you appreciate about your website. And it got me to thinking, you know, I love that tip because you're focusing on, okay, what did I do right? Of course, there's always something we can improve. We always want, as entrepreneurs and creative people, we, we're always looking for ways to improve. But what it made me think of too is that taking that time to write that stuff out about your website, I thought could just as well apply to writing, taking some time and focusing and writing about what you're thankful for and what's good about your life and your business and your relationships. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so I, I love that. I loved how I thought about that just from that one tip on your episode. Yes. Thank you for watching. <laughs> I have so much fun creating them. And I, I crack myself up sometimes because I, I do them by myself. And I, you know, I have an awesome camera that could just like, it has an autofocus feature. I'm a, I'm a geek too when it comes to that stuff. But when it comes to like my content, I, um, 
you know, I try to really just be as authentic as I can and try to let people see that, like, hey, you know, you don't have to be perfect because I know how sometimes, like, you know, when we have brand envy or when we're professionals, how, how, how much that holds us back. So, yeah, thank you for bringing that up. Let's talk about dance again. Now, the dance world or the entertainment world can be really harsh at times. And yet the organizations that you've been involved in and the style of dance that you did with locking and whacking seems to be the opposite where there is more community and support. What do you think about that? Why is that? What would you like to say about that? Um, yeah, well, first of all, I can definitely resonate with the harshness thing. I actually myself have kind of explored in that world when I was, you know, young, way younger, um, <laughs> around like my early 20s. And at that time, I was just really hungry to kind of gain experience and try to see where dance can take me. Unfortunately, and fortunately, that path didn't work out for me because I just kind of clearly saw how the industry was and, you know, how they size you up and, they, you know, and at that time, and I was very young, I didn't really know anything about self-care or self-love. I was a very naive girl and who took every criticism to heart. So that was very hard to accept, but it was such a blessing because then I was able to move on quicker and, you know, earlier. And so I got involved with Culture Shock Los Angeles which became my home for eight years. And during that time, that was when I, you know, I learned about these dance styles. And not only that, I, I grew to be a leader there. They really fostered my growth as somebody who is, you know, of service in the community. So I was also able to, not only able to learn the dance styles, but to also give back to the community and teach it to the younger generation. And so the community aspect of it for me was so important and it kind of like really fed my hunger to give back at that time. And, and I didn't really understand how much community and being of service meant to me because at that time I was just doing it and I wasn't really aware, but um, I just love being around my family. You know, they are like really close to my heart. They're my, some of my, like my closest soul brothers and sisters to this day. So I'm just so grateful to have gone through that. I think now that, you know, if, if I can give any kind of advice or any kind of feedback about, you know, your dance journey, I think it's important to see, also see outside yourself and how you can contribute with your gifts. I think we're given these gifts for a purpose. And so sometimes it's really fun for us to you know, just self-express and have fun in the moment and also even escape from the re reality, you know, because that's what dance was for me most of the time was an escape from like the world. But, and whenever I dance, it's just, I just felt so free. But I think as we grow, as we age into worlds in the dance community, you know, we just have to ask ourselves sometimes, how can we give back what we cherish so much how can we share this gift with others and so i think you know definitely maybe donating your time to teach you know the younger generation or you, know, you can go into like the school system and there's a lot of kids in school systems that need dance to build confidence and have social skills 
yeah, there's so many ways to contribute back to society through dance. So I think that will become like a full circle thing because it was given to you, and um, giving it back, I think, would be would feel sometimes so much better than actually dancing itself. You know? um, and I'm so privileged and so honored and so so blessed that I've had the opportunity to do that. And I want to continue to do that. I had to take a break because I had to focus on my business endeavors, but I definitely want to, you know, to get back into it. I'm like so thirsty for it and I can't wait, but it will happen. I have a plan for that. I can't talk about it just yet, but I do have a plan brewing up and I want to give back in a huge, huge way, more than I ever have before. Well, I'm excited to see that because I know that'll come into fruition. So that's going to be really cool. Yeah. And if I say it, it has to happen. Yes. Absolutely. <laughs> Especially if I'm making an announcement. But yeah. Yes. Awesome. <laughs> yes. So lately I've been meeting a number of people that they're not necessarily unhappy with their jobs, but they know that they're meant to do more. So how would you advise someone that is feeling this tug and feeling something stirring inside that they need to do more? And what kind of action steps would you have them take to get their entrepreneurial journey started? Such a great question. And I first just got to say, I totally resonate with the whole intuition thing with something brewing up inside of you that want, that's dying to come out. And I do want to say that you're not going crazy. <laughs> and, <laughs> and it is something that needs to be honored. So uh, for somebody to go through that, I feel like it's, it is such a blessing and I know how scary it is to, you know, to even explore it. But I do want to say that entrepreneurship is not for everyone and or not saying that you're, you know, you want to become an entrepreneur, but some kind of like, you know, you're, you're probably dying to do something different than what you have now. The first thing I'd say to do is to have gratitude. To just be thankful of what you have, not saying that you should settle for it, but just to be thankful and just know that you have accomplished a lot already. And I know it's kind of hard to see that at this moment, but you have. And I know for me, it was it was such a challenge for me to to stay grateful, but to you know to see like the the vision at the end of the tunnel, it was like. So it, it was like longing for something that like I couldn't reach. And so I understand that longing. So number one, be grateful. And um, number two, to kind of just do an evaluation of your life. Maybe you don't need to do anything drastic. And sometimes we kind of swing on the other side of the spectrum just because we are lacking something in our lives. That's why I say start with gratitude. But then when you feel like there's a lack, we also kind of like behave like the total opposite of, you know, or like long for the total opposite of what we have. And that leads us to do some kind of crazy stuff, right? <laughs> and then later on, we regret it because, oh, I should have just like, you know, done something more safe. Um, but anyways, yeah, to just do an evaluation and see what you can do in an increment manner to kind of slowly feel that balance that you're longing for. And then after that, if you feel like, okay, this is not enough, I need to change my life completely, 360, you know, whatever it is, leave your job or like leave your relationship or move to another state and then do that. So um, again, number one, gratitude. Number two, evaluation. And number three is to plan smart. 
you know, when I left my job, I actually made, had to make sure that I had enough money in my savings to last me like half a year, you know, and I, and then I still work part time a couple of days a week so that I can pay my rent. So it wasn't like a completely like, you know, leap of faith, like jumping off the cliff. I kind of slowly worked my way to have the freedom that I do now. And so whatever that means for you, if you have to, you know, hang on to your job for another six months you can save, then I highly suggest that. So the plan is for you to not stress out because when you stress out, your creativity suffers. I learned this from a mentor and she advised me to not completely leave my job even though I was like, I need, I hate it, I hate it, I need to go. <laughs> I didn't hate it, but I just didn't, I just, I hated the fact that I was putting my dreams on hold, you know? But again, like it's worth it to be, to work smarter because that's when you can really thrive with your creativity. You can be more free when you know that you're not, you know, you have rent to pay the next month. So I'm also very practical, you know. I challenge you to be a little bit more practical. And then I guess step four is just to have faith, you know. So if I can go back, I just love, you know, doing my number thing. So number one, gratitude. Number two, evaluate your life yourself. Number three is to have a, a plan. And number four is to just like go for it and have faith. I recently went to a workshop, uh, not a workshop, but um, an event. And there's this man, his name is Greg S. Reed. He wrote Three Feet from Gold. And he told us about a formula that will help you reach success. So it's a formula to success. And it's, if I can just like, you know, break it down, it's P plus T times A squared plus F equals success. The P stands for passion. Now everybody has passion, you know, and you know, that's where it kind of starts like in your heart and in your chest, like when you feel like you have this burning desire to do something. So everybody has that, but passion alone will not help you gain success. Now plus T, T is equals talent. So if somebody has passion and talent, no, that's a deadly combination. But those two alone will not help you gain success because you can have passion and talent, but if you don't have what's next, then it can't propel you to have the achieve your goals. So A squared is um, the first A is action. So if you can have passion and talent, but if you don't take action, you're not going to go anywhere. The next A is association. So this is when you surround yourself with like-minded people who will help you and take you to you know the next level where you need to be. And, you know they just push you. And then F is faith. So you know putting that together, the passion plus talent with action, association, and faith is how you gain success. And I thought it was so awesome. I was like, yes, yes. And I was like, oh my God, I have all of this. <laughs> <laughs> of course yeah. you do. That's why your business is thriving. And I love that because that is such a simple formula and it's so true. And I really love that you broke down the steps in something very easy. And so someone who, who is even thinking about being an entrepreneur, they're not overwhelmed. And so I think you brought up some really excellent points because it doesn't have to be an all or nothing thing. I know people that have done that, have done the all or nothing thing. 
And then I also know people that have taken incremental steps to get to where they are. And I, I love that it can, it's such an individual journey and there's no right or wrong way to approach it. There's no right or wrong. Yeah. Yeah. It, it really depends on you and your personality. <laughs> some yeah. people are more extreme than others. Some people want to play it safe. But I think, you know, for myself, I mean, I'm a Korean. <laughs> um, so I'm, I like feeling very comfortable, you know, I was very comfortable in my old job. I was there for 10 years. And so for me to take these like huge risks, you know, was really freaking scary. And, and I went through so much, much emotional and physical pain just to feel comfortable being in being uncomfortable. So I totally understand it's not, and it's not, you know, at a snap of, you know, of your fingers too. It, it happens like, like for me to feel comfortable and uncomfortable now probably took me three years to, to get here. So it's a very, you know, I'd like to say, oh, I'm sure you resonate that entrepreneurship is like the best and most challenging transformational journey you could ever go through. <laughs> yes, I definitely agree about that. I know we're going to be talking again because I know you have some amazing projects in the works. So we're going to need to catch up on all that. So that's going to be cool. If people want to connect with you, where can they find you? So you can find me on my website, which is DonnaArogante.com. That's D-O-N-N-A-A-R-R-O-G-A-N-T-E. And I also have a Facebook page, which is Facebook.com slash DonnaArogante. And I also have a Twitter account. Woohoo! <laughs> and you can find me on Twitter. My name is The Essence News. It's Z-T-H-E Essence. E-S-S-E-N-C-E News, M-U-S-E. Oh, and I also have a YouTube channel called Brand Essence TV, where I teach about branding and, you know, just how to put yourself out there in the online marketplace and also some really silly dance moves. <laughs> <laughs> you guys really like these videos. They're awesome. Excellent business tips. And then the dancing is priceless. So you've got to check these videos out. So go to notes to check these out. I could not dance in my videos. Cut <laughs> it. Donna shared some great information to implement, and I would love it if you had some success tips to share as well. What success tips would you like to pass along for an entrepreneur to implement in your life and in your business? I would love to get your feedback at AnnetteBone.com forward slash 016, where you'll also find the show notes to this session. And I would really appreciate it if you would go to iTunes or Stitcher Radio and give me a rating and a review so that I can continue improving this podcast. And I would love to give you a shout out on a future session of the Dancepreneuring Studio. Until next time, I pray that you have an exceptional week and more blessings than you can imagine. I look forward to talking with you soon. Thank you for listening. This has been a session of the Dancepreneuring Studio. Find the archives of this show at annettebone.com slash podcast or on iTunes. Contact Annette at annettebone.com. This podcast copyright by annettebone.com and dancepreneuring.com. All rights reserved. The Dancepreneuring Studio is the place where dance inspires life and business.